On today's episode of Tough Love, we dive into abandonment trauma, the first of the five attachment wounds we will explore together over the upcoming weeks. We're going to talk about what abandonment trauma is and how it happens, and we will explore what the fear of abandonment looks like when it manifests in our adult relationships. Welcome everyone to Tough Love with Dr. Laura Copley, a podcast where we explore all things related to toxic relationships, trauma bonding, healing, and transformative growth. I am your host, Dr. Laura Copley, licensed professional counselor, relationship trauma expert, international speaker, and author of the upcoming book, Loving You is Hurting Me. This podcast expands on my therapy approach with clients who are trauma bonded and also my trainings to teach other therapists and healers how to untangle the trauma embedded in most toxic relationships. Your time to deepen your life and explore your relationships begins right now. Welcome to the podcast. Glad you're here. I am going to start this podcast today with a little bit from my own personal story. You'll hear this story a lot, I imagine, because it is, it's ground zero of my attachment trauma. The moment it felt like my whole world collapsed. It certainly wasn't the beginning of my trauma, but it was the moment that everything came crashing down. And it was, it was the moment my first love, my soulmate, my husband told me, I love you but I'm not in love with you. And he left me after 10 years together, left me alone in the house we bought together to be with a 21-year-old he worked with. I talked about this moment in the opening chapter of my upcoming book, Loving You is Hurting Me, not to shame or criticize anyone that was part of this, but as the milestone that force me to change my entire life. This man was my gravity at one point. I believed in his love for me like I believed the sun would rise the next day. It was undeniable for the longest time until it wasn't. Until one day he just stopped. I love you, but I am not in love with you. I mean, I can still, I can still feel the remnants of that disorientation and that, that nausea in my body. His words, his words didn't compute. I remember everything going dark and feeling faint and sick. And I remember falling to the ground in sheer defeat. And he left me that night. I was alone. And in that moment, a flood of almost forgotten memories surfaced that buried me in a fetal position on that floor. My mom, my dad, some of my so-called friends, all deciding one day not to love me anymore without any rhyme or reason I could understand. Why was I so easily forgotten and unwanted? This part in me that felt inherently off or quote unquote too different that it was my destiny to wander the rest of my life alone 
these questions were not foreign to me. I remember thinking, thinking them at different points throughout my life and childhood when for whatever reason, the little petite girls in elementary school would make fun of me. The bullying in high school by the upperclassman athlete, my mother stealing my money and pawning my things for money to buy her narcotics, my father leaving us and not trying to keep a relationship with me, both of my parents ultimately dying far too young. But there was nothing that crystallized this abandonment trauma the way my husband did that night. He left my house for hers because he was, he was the only person in the world that I truly believed would never hurt me. Everyone else, I was used to it. I expected it eventually. How does abandonment change you? For me, it made me distrusting of men, cynical about romance, aversive to intimacy, The things I deeply wanted, a life partner, a family, and a home with someone was also the most dangerous thing to pursue. At least that's what it felt like. It kept me disconnected in a lot of ways. I was a great friend, but an awful romantic partner. I was just jaded. It took years of self-work depth work, insight work, healing, to get to a place where I made purpose for this pain. I have reached a place in my life where I feel solid as a human being and in love with my life because I used that night where I crashed and burned to rebuild myself from the inside out and from the ground up. It doesn't mean I'm glad that rupture happened, but it does mean that I am by far a better human being, a more evolved and compassionate and wise and honestly happier human being because of that relationship ending. Abandonment changes us. And I want to share with you how and why and what next. So when you are ready, here is your weekly dose of tough love. Abandonment is a deeply distressing experience that can impact us on multiple levels, from our thoughts and emotions, to our mind and body, to our physical well-being and relationships. Abandonment refers to the feeling of being left behind or discarded by someone who we care about or depend on. It is the feeling of suddenly being unwanted by someone you loved and who was supposed to love you back. It can be experienced in various forms, such as a breakup, a divorce, a death of a loved one, or even being left alone as a child. It could be friends deciding they no longer want to be part of your life, lovers deciding you are not exactly what they want, parents choosing someone or something else over being emotionally available to you. When we experience abandonment, it can trigger a range of emotions, fear, sadness, anger, and shame. These emotions can be overwhelming and may carve deep within us this belief that we are unwanted, somehow not enough, 
we weren't enough to keep somebody and to make them stay. At least that's what we tell ourselves. One of the most common psychological symptoms of abandonment is a feeling of insecurity, the sense of never again fully being able to trust in a relationship and the purity of someone's intentions because, well, we know better, right? We know that people can one day just change their mind and it sucks. It sucks to have had that firsthand experience that wakes us up to the unpredictability of human beings. Silver linings though, you know, in a way, knowing this but still choosing someone, still trying, still showing up, still willing to do the hard thing and face your fears because ultimately something deeper matters to you. Like, damn, that's a that's a gift you're giving someone. At the same time, though, unhealed abandonment wounds can show up in these relationships and if not attended to in healthy ways, can also sabotage those relationships. When someone we love or depend on leaves us, it, make a, it can make us doubt our self-worth and it impacts our ability to form meaningful relationships. This can lead to anxiety and depression, paranoia, a sensitivity to things feeling off, and then that leading to an immediate fear of, and he's going to leave me. And something that is not given much focus on in therapy is how abandonment can also affect our physical health. Studies have shown that people who experience abandonment are more likely to have problems with high blood pressure, heart disease, and other physical ailments. And this may be because of that, that the stress of abandonment triggers the release of stress hormones like cortisol, which can lead to inflammation and other health, health problems. In childhood, abandonment can have severe consequences, including failure to thrive, a condition where a person fails to develop physically, emotionally and mentally due to a lack of nurturing. That's pretty astonishing and and really speaks to the power of connection, but also the power of, of abandonment. The mental, emotional and physical consequences of abandonment in childhood or, you know, even in our past re- adult relationships can affect our ability to form intimate connections now. When we have been abandoned in the past, we may develop defenses to protect ourselves from being hurt again. For example, we may avoid getting too close to others or may become emotionally detached to protect ourselves from the pain of rejection. This can make it difficult to form intimate connections and may lead to feelings of loneliness and isolation. This, this was true for me. I kept people at a distance. For others, it might be anxiously attaching and forming more codependent relationships. Codependency is a pattern of behavior in which an individual puts the needs of others before their own, often at the expense of their own well-being. And we will talk about codependency in in future episodes, but this is the gist of it. Those who have codependent tendencies 
may feel a sense of responsibility for the happiness and well-being of others and struggle with setting boundaries. They may also have difficulty expressing their own needs and emotions and may seek validation and approval from others to feel worthy. This is all rooted, though, in the fear of being left, discarded, abandoned. Those with abandonment issues may develop codependent behaviors as a way to cope with their fears of being alone. They may feel that they need to be needed by others to feel a sense of identity, of security and validation. And this, so, so this can lead to a, a cycle of dependency and an unhealthy reliance on others for emotional support and validation. Ultimately, though, despite our suspicion and our distrust and our insecurities, we still want a healthy relationship to have this. We have to take responsibility over our healing. So if you want to start processing your fears of abandonment and how to start self-reflecting and taking ownership of your own healing, this is what I would recommend. First, start mapping out how your early childhood relationships impacted your sense of self and how you attach to others. I want you to start reflecting on how you learn to approach people. I want you to notice how you started to earn their affection or attention or love. What did you do? What strategies did you learn how to do? What roles did you take to earn people's attention and affection and love? How did you start to accumulate knowledge about what they liked about you and what they rejected about you? And what did you do with that? How did you adapt to that information? What roles did you take in people's lives? Second, focus on identifying the negative thought patterns that you learned as a result of your abandonment and link the behaviors you engage in with those thought patterns when they are activated. Write them out. Next, work on replacing these negative black and white thought patterns with new possibilities, ways you can grow, positive aspects about yourself, and a more adaptable and flexible narrative about yourself and relationships. For example, a negative thought pattern might be, I'm just unwanted. And the behavior you engage in when you follow that negative thought pattern might be pushing other people away. So if you want to start replacing those negative black and white thought patterns with new and more positive attributes about yourself, you might start thinking along the lines of, well, I do care about other people. What does caring about somebody look like? And you know, I, I am resilient. What does overcoming this obstacle look like? And I am strong. What does being strong in the face of something scary look like? Third, identify how those old patterns in their own twisted way were trying to serve you. For example, keeping people at a distance certainly had its drawbacks. Believe me, it was lonely. It was unfulfilling. But you know what? It protected me from getting hurt again. 
So how do your behaviors try to help you, even in their own twisted way? And then I want you to write down what you are protecting yourself from versus what you ultimately want for yourself and your life. And I want you to write them out, put them side by side. What are you protecting yourself from? And beside it, what do you ultimately want for your life? And I want you to look at both of them. Let your eyes dart back and forth between the both of them. Can you get to where you want to be in your life if you continue down this path? And then the last one, what other qualities, your natural gifts, talents, strengths, and aspects of your own personality, could you start to harness to show up for your life in a different way? Journal about how you can use these qualities to start leading the choices that you make, building your own self-trust, your ability to face your fears, living authentically, and realizing that whatever comes, you can handle it. This process takes time, but with intentionality, they are wounds that you can repair. If this episode resonated with you, I encourage you to follow my Instagram account at Doc Copley for more free guidance on relationship trauma and healing. And don't forget to be looking for my book, Loving You Is Hurting Me, coming out in the fall of 2023. I'll see you next time.